0: what's good y'all what's good y'all that's your boy 13th disciple 13th aka the young john the baptist you know what it is grab your bible grab your pad grab your pen grab your highlighter we're about to dive into this gospel and you about to get this work it's time for another episode of disciple me let's go All right, y'all, let's get it. I want you to go to 2 Kings chapter seven, verse three through nine in the New Living Translation. Today's episode is called Obmutescence. Uh, so you might be wondering, what did you just say 13th? Obmu what? it means the act of being silent it means the act of being quiet it means being mute today we're going to talk about four individuals in the book of second kings that had this good news on the inside of them but they were being obmutescent they were being quiet they weren't saying anything about this good news that they had just received let's read Now there were four men with leprosy sitting at the entrance of the city gates. Why should we sit here waiting to die? They asked each other. We will starve if we stay here. But with the famine in the city, we will starve if we go back there. So we might as well go out and surrender to the Aramean army. If they let us live, so much the better. But if they kill us, we would have died anyway. Now I wanna park right there. What you're seeing is these four lepers, these four individuals were sitting at the city gate and they were dealing with leprosy. If you don't know what leprosy is, it's a skin disease. And you weren't allowed to go into the city gates. You weren't allowed to get around people because of your condition, because of that disease. And so they said to themselves, look, if we stay at the gate and be comfortable, then we're gonna die anyways and we're gonna starve to death. But if we take a risk and we go inside the city gates, we might die and we might get killed if we go in there, but we already know if we stay at the gate of comfort, then we know we're gonna die, it's inevitable. So why not take a risk and go into the city and see if the outcome turns out good. I wanna to speak to someone right now that's comfortable in their life. You're comfortable at a job right now and God told you to start your business, but you're comfortable at the gate because you're afraid if I move forward, I don't know if it might work out. And you have all this doubt about entrepreneurship. You have all this doubt, like, I don't know if it's going to work out. The four lepers say, you know what? We're going to take a risk. I don't know what's going to happen if I move forward in faith. But one thing I do know, I'm gonna starve to death if I stay at this gate and I stay comfortable. This is a year to stop being comfortable. This is a year to say, you know what? I'm gonna stop being lazy. I'm gonna stop procrastinating. I'm gonna stop staying at this gate and being comfortable and you know what I don't know how things may turn out if I move forward in faith but this year I'm taking a step of faith I'm leaping forward I'm getting out of the boat of comfortability you see Peter he stepped out the boat and walked in faith I want to encourage someone out there right now that you're in the boat right now you're in the boat of comfort and God is calling you this year to take a leap of faith and stop being comfortable Peter left the other disciples in the boat And he moved forward on his own. Sometimes, baby, you have to move forward on your own. If you're gonna start that business, you may not have the team right now, but God will bring the team if you move forward. This year, I want you to stop being comfortable. I want you to stop saying, I don't know, maybe, what happens if I fail? I bind that lie right now. You will not fail. Step forward in faith this year. Learn from the four lepers. They said, you know what? I don't know how things are going to turn out if I move forward and take this risk, but I am going to leap. I am going to jump. I am going to step forward this year and I'm going to step out of comfort. All right, y'all. I really want to make this thing personal so you understand that I too had to step out in faith a few times in my life I remember when I was in Orlando, my wife and I, God spoke and said, "Leave Orlando and go to Tampa." Now we were both afraid, we both had our doubts and fears, but I had a dream and God told me to move from Orlando to come to Tampa. We didn't know anybody like that, we didn't have any family, but God was telling me, "Leave Orlando and come to Tampa." So we packed our bags, we came up to Tampa, we started searching around for jobs. I got a job immediately, my wife got a job immediately, and and we literally just leaped in faith. And God opened up doors for jobs and after we left our Orlando area where we lived at and moved to Tampa like there was a few times that I had some doubts like did I make the right choice like was I really hearing from God to be able to really move to Tampa and it really challenged my faith at certain times when I hit certain roadblocks as you step out in faith there's gonna be times where you're gonna look back and be like I don't know if I made the right choice I don't know if I made the right decision maybe I should shouldn't have left that job because right now I'm broke and I'm in the process of getting to the blessings of God and I'm struggling right now. Keep moving forward. It gets better. I can remember when we first moved here, I was struggling financially, just like I was in Orlando. And I was like, yo, like I thought I moved here and God, things would be better. And it wasn't at first, but as I continue to move forward in faith and stay in the word, I realized, look, you can't be focused on what you see. You have to remember what you heard, George. God told you to move. It's going to get better. And we know that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. And Romans 8, 28, it says that. So even though things didn't look so great in the beginning, when we took that leap of faith during the process, I got discouraged, but I say, you know what? It's going to get better. I heard God. I heard God. You have to walk in blind faith, y'all. We moved from Orlando to Tampa and God literally blew my mind in so many ways, y'all. But if I were to stay comfortable in Orlando, my life would not be what it is right now. I'm encouraging you. This year, don't be comfortable. Move forward in faith. Take that leap. Get out the boat. All right, y'all. Let's continue to read. So at twilight they set out for the camp of the Arameans. But when they came to the edge of the camp, no one was there. For the Lord had caused the Aramean army to hear the clatter of speeding chariots and the galloping of horses and the sounds of great army approaching. The king of Israel has hired the Hittites and Egyptians to attack us. They cried to one another. So they panicked and ran into the night abandoning their tents, horses, donkeys, and everything else as they fled for their lives. When the men with leprosy arrived at the edge of the camp, they went in one tent after another, eating and drinking wine, and they carried off silver and gold and clothing and hid it. I want you to park right there. I want you to circle that part where it says, and they hid it. Let's continue to read. Finally, they said to each other, this is not right. This is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone. I want you to park right there and I want you to go back and read that. This is not right. This is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone. If we wait until morning, some calamity will certainly fall upon us. Come on, let's go back and tell the people at the palace. Now I want you to go back and we're gonna go back to this part right here where it says, this is not right. This is a day of good news and we aren't sharing it with anyone. So what you're looking at as the four lepers move forward in faith, they moved forward and they got all of this spoil that the Aramaeans left behind. And they got all of this good news and they said to themselves, hold on, everyone in the city is starving and here we are with this good news about all the spoil that we just found and we're not sharing it with anyone. Do you know how many people right now in your city, in your town, in your community are starving? They're starving for hope. They're starving for a reason to live. People are dealing with depression. People are dealing with suicide. People are dealing with anxiety. People are hopeless out there. And we have some good news and we're hiding it. We're not sharing it with anyone. These four lepers said to themselves, what are we doing? How is it that we have all this good news and nobody in the city knows about it because we're hiding it. Who at your job needs the gospel, but you're being quiet? You're practicing obmutescence. You're being mute. You're being quiet. Who at your school needs the gospel, needs the good news, but you're practicing obmutescence. You're being quiet. You're being mute. You're being silent. And as a result... People are literally walking around like zombies simply because you won't open up your mouth. Listen, I wanna encourage you in 2023. I know it's hard. I know sometimes you're like, what do I say? Like, I don't know how to share my faith. Like, I'm scared, man. Listen. Some of the easiest ways that you can share the gospel is just meeting a need. I can remember times at my job, I would just offer. I would be sometimes in the line during the cafeteria hour where we had lunch, and I would be like, "Hey, can I get you some food today?" Just being kind, just being generous. Go to the gas station. You could be in line and be like, "Look, I got your gas today." Go to the Walmart. Go to Publix or Target or Sam's Club, wherever you get groceries, and you could literally be in the line and tell someone, look, I got your groceries, and that could change somebody's world just meeting a need. Jesus says this. He says, look, Don't worry about what you're going to say. In that same hour, my heavenly father will give you the words. If you just step out of faith, God will give you the words. There's plenty of times that I'm scared and I'm like, man, like what if they reject me? What if they don't want to hear this? Man, I've never had anyone look at me crazy or be like, man, I don't want to talk to you simply because I'm coming in love. I'm coming in kindness. I'm coming to you like, look, man, like I'm not judging you or anything. I just want to share my life. And I just want to go forth and just encourage you wherever you're at. Y'all listen, the four lepers, they said, look, what we're doing is not right. We got to stop hiding our faith. We got to stop hiding. You know what I'm saying? What God has done for us. And we have to go forth and spread the gospel and encourage people. Now I want to leave you with this last verse. I want you to go to the book of Romans chapter 10, verse 14 through 15 in the New Living Translation. Let's read. But how can they call on him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they have never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how would anyone go and tell them without being sent. That is why the scriptures say, how beautiful are the feet of messengers who bring the good news. Listen, y'all. I don't believe that God saved us just to have Sunday service, just to have Bible study on Wednesday. If we're not going into the community, if we're not going into the streets, if we're not telling people about Christ at the job, in the workplace, at school, in the marketplace, wherever we're going, if we're not telling people about what Jesus has done, y'all, we're just like the four lepers, man. They said, bruh, like, why are we hiding this? Let's go back. And let's tell everybody in the city about what we just found. Let's go back and tell everybody about the good news. Let me pray for you real quick. Father God, I come to you right now in the name of Jesus. Anyone that's watching this, I pray right now if they're dealing with fear. If they're just like, I don't know what to say. Father, I pray for boldness. I release boldness over them to spread the gospel. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that this video, Lord God, would inspire someone to share their faith, Lord God. Father, I pray right now, anything that they're discouraged about in regards to sharing their faith, anything where they feel like, I don't know what they're gonna say, like, I'm scared. God, I pray right now that you help them to get over that in this season, God. Father, I pray right now, Lord God, again, for boldness over their lives, God. Father, I lose boldness through this camera. And I say to you, be bold, be courageous. God will fill your mouth. Just step out in faith. Just meet a need. Be kind. Share your testimony. God will do it. Just take one step of faith. All right, y'all. This your boy, 13th Disciple, 13 th aka the Young John the Baptist. Till next time, go make disciples. Let go! Good job, what's good job? It's your boy, 13Disciple13TH, AKA the Young John the Baptist. You know what it is. We here at Con, Fort Lauderdale, Miami area, and we taking over, y'all. Triple R Street Ministries, real, world, and radical for Christ at 1724. God don't live in no building, you dig? Let go. What can you encourage somebody out there that's in the reselling game right now, just starting off? Buy low, sell high. Yo, he's just wanna pray for your business, bro. So he's gonna pray real quick for his business. All right, y'all, it's a wrap. You already know, God don't live in no building. Triple R Street Ministries. Let's go! God don't live in no building. God don't, don't live, live in, in no, no building. building. Let go! Let's go!